0: Hello everyone, this is Dr. Hupina Hiptula with Dr. Quentin Hendricks, our chiropractor at Millennium Medical and Rehab in Scarsdale, New York. We would like to start our podcast this week with a common problem that we have noticed in our office lately, which is headaches. Many people have headaches and uh, there are many therapies for headaches. Some of them involve medications, but there are things that you should know that you can do at home to reduce um, the severity or even the appearance of headaches. So welcome to the podcast, Dr. Quentin.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: So what can you tell us uh, about headaches? Well,
1: headaches, uh, especially when it comes to the standpoint of chiropractic, uh, we look at a lot of times those come from uh, issues in the neck and so we see oftentimes people who are uh, post accident where they had a, a car accident maybe have a, a, a whiplash injury. oftentimes that dysfunction in the neck can lead to headaches. Uh, also we see people who have maybe not uh, post accident, related headaches, but just how chronic headaches, we often see dysfunction in the upper neck, what we call upper cervical related headaches, and how the function of the upper spine of the, of the neck leads to uh, tension on the spinal cord, tension on the dura mater, tension on the, the covering of the, the, the brain and leading to tension causing headaches. Uh, headaches are very complex because there's so many things that can contribute to Uh, Your health that can lead to headaches. You know we see um, people with high blood pressure end up having headaches. People uh, who have uh, glucose issues can have headaches. So they're so complex so we have to work through each patient's uh, condition to see what's contributing to their headaches. Uh, Another thing that I see that's very common that we don't often think about Uh, are people who are chronically dehydrated, and I would say that probably a large portion of the population are at least minimally dehydrated, and that can lead to people having headaches. Oftentimes, I have seen in my experience, uh, sometimes the first symptom of being dehydrated is headaches, even before people are thirsty. So there's many, many things that contribute to headaches and so we have to oftentimes decipher that with people to figure out what it is even you know obviously our dietary intake how we eat uh, can contribute to headaches uh, the types of foods obviously the amount of foods can change how our body function, and can oftentimes lead to headaches whether it be a sensitivity to a certain type of food or also just the not proper nutrition that can lead to headaches. So we we have to look at those things as well. So we have to figure out why people are having the headaches so we can better serve those people to help them. Uh, And of course, back to chiropractic, postural changes. People who have poor neck and head posture, uh, which we see so often today with our, what we've been referring to in our office as tech neck, where people are always looking at their technology, their laptops, their uh, tablets, their their phones, and so their posture, their head posture is forward and down, which leads to stress on the spine and changes in posture that can lead to headaches. So there's so many factors and it's so complex and we have to look into each one of those things.
0: Is there a particular time of the day when headaches happen that is most concerning to
1: you? Um, well, I would say Uh, To me, the most concerning would be if someone uh, has no headaches throughout the day, but only when they have it at night. To me, that seems concerning because it seems something that's outside of the functional side of what they do. Uh, It may be outside of of what they're doing or intaking through the day, so it's something that's more uh, hidden from what the cause of it is, if we can isolate a cause, so if I eat a certain type of food and it gives me a headache, then we can figure that out pretty easily. But when someone just has a random headache only at a specific time, that's a little more concerning to me.
0: Yes, I think that would be a time that they should see a neurologist or um, get an evaluation of their brain. I think also if the headache is associated with nausea or vomiting, maybe much more concerning than just a headache that happens at the end of the day from a lot of stress.
1: Right, right. Uh, sure, and you know the ones that also are maybe someone who doesn't routinely have headaches but has an extreme headache. You know the worst headache they can ever imagine. Oftentimes, that's a sign of a of a more severe issue that need to to see their their medical doctor about in a really quick time. Yes, there are
0: times when headaches are a medical emergency and, you know, they may be having a bleed or, you know, burst of an artery or something like that. That could be very dangerous. And if there's any associated weakness that happens right away, you know, suggesting stroke Then definitely you need to go to the emergency room and get that evaluated. But most people, you know, have headaches and they usually take some Tylenol or, you know, some anti inflammatory and it gets better. I was thinking that perhaps, you know, um, if you think that certain exercises or stretches that patients could do uh, so they don't have to rely on. You know, anti inflammatories would
1: be nice. Sure. Uh, there's some things that we were talking about earlier about neck and head posture. And so uh, the abnormal posture would be the head being forward and the neck being straight, and also incorporating the rolling of your shoulders forward, which is a really common posture we see uh, today because of our lifestyles. And so Doing the opposite of that, I know it seems kind of simplistic, but we want to keep our shoulders back so our chest would be more outward, uh, our neck would be more back and our, our head over our shoulders instead of our ears and being forward in front of our shoulders. So trying to maintain or to at least reproduce a positive posture with our head back, our shoulders back, with our ears back over our shoulders instead of this lean forward posture uh, that reduces stress off the neck, and which can reduce some of that stress that can cause headaches. Uh, also, just some basic common stretches of the neck. We have uh, the, the basic motions of our neck would be turning our head side to side, or leaning our head side to side, or even turn, moving our head forward and back. Uh, being able to do those motions to their fullest. So if I have limited motion in leaning my head to the right, I obviously need to stretch those muscles on the left side of my neck to be able to have better motion. And so just basic ranges of motion, if those are limited, then they can lead to tension on the neck, which can lead to tension and lead to headaches as well. So those are some easy, simplistic, without getting too technical in types of stretches, that pretty much anyone is able to do. Uh, to be helpful for headaches,
0: and you mentioned about dehydration and headaches. What do you think? Uh, you know, how much water should uh, people be drinking in the day so that they can have better hydration status?
1: All right, I would say a baseline. You know, everyone's different because we have different uh, lifestyles. So some people are have a very active lifestyle, so they. They may do lots of exercise or have lots of physical labor, so they may utilize more water, and some people may have less. But as a general baseline, I would say about one ounce of water per every two pounds of body weight, and that's a baseline. It may vary. If you're an athlete, obviously you exert a lot, you may need to drink more. And some people may need a little bit less, but that's a good baseline. One ounce of water for every two pounds of weight per day. Uh, And that's a good way to start. One thing that most people, when I've recommended that, the first thing they tell me was, I stayed in the bathroom all day long because I was drinking so much water. And I always tell them, you have to give it time. Uh, Increase your water slowly to get to that point And after about three weeks or so, your body usually adapts to that increased fluid and you won't stay in the bathroom all day, every day from that point forward.
0: So um, many people confuse the different fluids um, hydrating the body, you know, equally. So what are your thoughts about, you know, other fluids? Do they hydrate the body or dehydrate the body?
1: I, I think that fluid intake definitely hydrates, but some things hydrate less. So if you have a, a, a fluid such as a high caffeine fluid, you're going to get the water from that, but you lose a lot of that water because of the effect that caffeine has on it. Similar to alcohol, uh, you're going to get very little hydration from that because of the dehydrating properties of alcohol. So we, when I talk about hydration and fluid intake, we're talking about water, and everything outside of that will be a little less hydrating, obviously. there probably are some fluids that may be even completely dehydrating, but for the most part of what most people drink on a routine basis, even sodas, are slightly hydrating, but the effect of what you get from water, it pales and compares.
0: Yes, so I just thought that we should be clear that water is what we are recommending, and what do you think about all the, um, the the salt and the sugar in the water that they're putting, like the Gatorades and things? Do, do routinely people need that or only athletes need that?
1: Uh, I would say routinely no. Uh, most people can hydrate perfectly well with water. Uh, we, In a typical situation for our average person, we get the the electrolytes or those salts or or minerals uh, that we need from our food intake. Now, people who are athletes or highly active will lose those a little bit quicker than someone who's not, so they may need to supplement somewhat with some of those electrolytes, like the Gatorades or Powerades, although it's really not very much. It's probably, uh, if I drink a 16-ounce Gatorade that's probably way more electrolyte than I actually would need, even as an athlete, uh, because they're so concentrated. Uh, So maybe a little bit of supplemental type Gatorade, Powerade type thing for the very vigorously active, but for the average person, water is as hydrating as you need.
0: So are there some other conditions that uh, you think that patients can uh, know figure out and help themselves like stress causing headaches what are some of the other things that they can do to All help themselves
1: no doubt uh, stress you know we talk about stress we're talking primarily about the emotional stress obviously you can have physical stressors like the neck problems or chemical stressors like dehydration or whatever but when we talk about stress in general we talk about the everyday stressors of Living this life, and so that definitely plays a role in headaches. It's a it's a contributing factor. So, uh, with general health, uh, we have to have a way to manage our stress in life. Uh, and there's various ways of doing that. There's so many different ways that people go into uh, to deal with their stressors. You know, some people meditate. You know, and, and the, the skill of meditation is a great stress reliever. Uh, some people are physically active they exercise and so and we know for a fact that exercise routines reduce stresses in our lives Uh, there's all kinds of ways that people use Uh, we talk about gratefulness and thankfulness this being aware of, of the things that are happening in your life and appreciating and being grateful for the things you have in life is also another stress reliever and there's many 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 we could go through hundreds of ways but those are simple ways uh, that are generally speaking most people can do and learn uh, and incorporate today and start today doing some of those things to help reduce those stresses in their life and we know for a fact that those stresses can definitely contribute to headaches in people.
0: And uh, since you're a chiropractor how does chiropractic treatment help with headaches?
1: Uh, fi- primarily when we look at is we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we, we kind of introduced chiropractic in, in these podcasts of reducing uh, stress off the spine. And so what we try to do with chiropractic is restore function of those spinal joints. And so we look at, from headache standpoint, we have stressors on the, the, the neck, the cervical spine. If we can get that to function better, then it relieves that stress, that tension, that pull, so to speak, in the neck which can lead to headaches so just purely through the functional aspect of it but also when we look at chiropractic it's also the neurological aspect of not only reducing stress off the physical structures but reducing the stress off the the nervous system the nerves that can lead to those headaches so kind of both ways of physical uh, function but also reducing stress on the nervous system to allow your body to function better, allowing us to have less headaches, is a good example.
0: Thank you, Dr. Quentin. It was great talking to you about headaches today, and hopefully it's helpful to all our patients and everyone who's listening to us. Um, We appreciate your comments, uh, like us, um, and share our podcast with others who may benefit from this. And look out for our uh, videos on YouTube and on Buzzsprout for more um, video and audio blogs. Uh, Take care. Bye-bye. And um, if you have any problems, call us at 914-472-2700 at Millennium Medical and Rehab in Scarsdale, New York, USA. Take care.